0: Uh, This is Christina Owens, the Inflammation Mama. Um, I am here to bring you a story today that is, again, going to blow your mind. We have a great guest. Her name is Bree, um, and she's going to talk about um, a bunch of different things from acne to um, gallbladder issues and how she is doing today and her journey through that and finding functional medicine and um, what she's doing now. So, Bree, can you introduce yourself a little bit and then we'll get dive into
1: your story?
2: Yeah. Hey, I'm Christina Owens and I am obsessed with all things that reduce inflammation and helping you to live a life of true health and happiness. Helping you to navigate your health and the complexity and confusion that can come with it. Health is a journey, but here we are going to make it as simple as possible. We can because life is busy. I'm a mama of two young boys, a wife, a physician assistant, and now I host this podcast. Inflammation is at the root of all symptoms and disease. Often, when I tell women there is a reason they are feeling that way, that can be addressed and removed, they don't believe me. So here, I interview amazing women who have gone through the trenches with their health, sought out conventional medicine doctors, like many of you listening, without any answers and ended up finding the underlying cause of their symptoms, which end up to be mind-blowing. Wait till you hear. Women go from not knowing where they are in their own house, having a fatigue that is bone-deep, and even needing CPR, to living a normal life. We talk about the details of how they were living prior to any knowledge of what was going on, the steps they took to find their health again, and what they can do now, what their life looks like now. Think of this as a podcast with amazing health stories to give you all the hope you could possibly need. Pull up a seat and make sure you're cozy and make sure you are ready to have your mind opened up to a whole new world of possibilities.
1: Uh, Hi, everyone. Thanks for letting me be here. Um, My name is... Um, I'm a public floor physical therapist in Southwest Florida. Um, I work in an outpatient clinic, hospital based clinic, and also home health. I'm just trying to spread the word and get everybody living healthier and happier down here in Southwest Florida. And I'm excited to share my story.
0: Yeah, oh, that's so great. I'm so glad you're here. I'm also jealous that you're in Florida in really sunny, beautiful weather. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, okay, great. So what brought you into functional medicine? Do you have your own health history kind of that we were chatting about a little bit? Can you start from when you were sick and and your story to where you are today?
1: Yeah, so I would say my, my health issues started when I was in high school. Um, I, you know, I felt like my childhood I was pretty good, which is pretty surprising. Um, I'm actually a triplet, so now, hey. yeah. So now that I'm like functional and holistic, thinking back to just my birth where I'm like, wow, I didn't, I was not born vaginally. I was put on antibiotics super early because I was born two months early. And just thinking about how that affected my microbiome at the very start, I am surprised I had a very healthy childhood. Um, But I did start to have some issues in high school. I started to deal with really just terrible acne and You know, the doctors put me on every single medication out there. And I finally ended up on Accutane, which was scary to go through. I had a seizure in 2012 um, while I was at work as a lifeguard and I almost drowned. I was unconscious for 15 minutes and woke up on a backboard on the pool deck. And I think that was kind of the start of questioning you know, just how I I got treatment from providers and things like that. And I was, you know, reflecting on that. And while I was in graduate school for physical therapy, that next health issue really kind of came forth. And I started to have just stabbing unbearable pain in my right shoulder blade while I was in pediatrics class. And we had just learned about organ referrals and things like that. So I did all my tests and I'm like, you know, this, this feels like my gallbladder. And I could not figure out like why it was happening. So of course I went to a ton of different physicians and was put on a ton of different medications that weren't doing anything for me. And I was told to do the BRAT diet. And of course, like I ended up eating a ton of bread because toast was so easy. <laughs> And then I started to break out in a rash and I remember I was at the Missouri Physical Therapy Association conference presenting my research for my final thesis and my professor came up to me and I was like bright red and itchy and she was just like, you have to go to the ER right now. So I left conference, went to the emergency room again and they took out my gallbladder and... I still didn't feel great after that. So, not much further along, I developed appendicitis, which I had for about a month before they took it out. Um, by the time they took it out, it had already started leaking a little bit, and after that, I still did not feel great. <laughs> I still had a lot of stomach pain, I was still having like diarrhea, and I was like this is not okay. So, that was the point where I started to think about what else is out there because I had seen so many different physicians down here in Florida and been to so many specialists. And I was very fortunate. I stumbled upon Naples Center for Functional Medicine, which if you are holistic in any way, you're familiar with Dr. David Perlmutter. Um, He's doing a lot of great research for brain health and Alzheimer's and things like that. And his old clinic is now Naples Center for Functional Medicine. So I actually worked for the company that owns that clinic. And I messaged one of the the younger physicians there. And I said, I think I need to see you as a patient. And so he pretty much said, you know, yeah, you totally do go gluten free dairy free for two months to get started. And I'll see you in my office. And I'll say, I was 80% better just by eliminating gluten and dairy which was just so frustrating for me, because I was like, you know, any one of these hundreds of doctors that I saw could have said that, and I would have been on the way to healing. So I ended up in his office, we did a lot of gut healing work, and then I was fine. (laughs) Um, So he kind of led me to functional medicine. And after going through that myself, I am just super passionate about it now. And now I'm I'm learning about it as a physical therapist to kind of bring more awareness to my patients.
0: Wow. Okay. I have questions. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, okay. First of all, when you had this seizure and you said, okay, that was a little bit of a turning point for you. Did you, what were your thoughts in that moment? Were you like, whoa, why is this happening? Or were you like, gosh, you know, this is, is this, part of my genetics is this is like what I have and what was your thought process then
1: yeah so right after that happened of course you're like why did this happen because I don't want it to happen again um so I went and saw multiple neurologists after that they ran a lot of tests and they really just couldn't find anything so I remember My neurologist told me, he's like, well, it's probably from lack of sleep and from drinking. And I was like 20 at the time. And I was like, look, I'm not your typical 20 year old. I played division one softball. I don't party. I was like, I get eight hours of sleep every night. So I was kind of frustrated that I felt like the blame was put on me. And then of course they recommend I go on a medication. And I really thought this was more of a side effect related to a medication. So I I pretty much refused at that point to be put on more medications, which come with more side effects. Um, And it did kind of cause me to think about, you know, what could have caused it. I, I mean, I still don't know for sure, but, you know, thinking back to it, I had something that was, you know, neurological based, but... Right after that I started to deal with a lot of gut issues and I think a lot of us are aware that your gut is your second brain and so I started to think about well maybe that's kind of where it stemmed from. But Uh, you knew
0: that at that time?
1: Not at that time, time. A lot of
0: people don't really know that there's a connection between the gut and a seizure.
1: Yeah, I would say at that time I was a hundred percent convinced it was a side effect of Accutane, which it has been reported, like very minimal number of reports have come in with that, but it had been reported. I called the company and they said, get off the medication. Um, But now reflecting back to it, I'm like, well, maybe that was like my wake up call for, you know, your gut's just not happy. Uh, Yeah, we'll never really know, I guess.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. And then um my other question was you being in PP school thought and knew it was your gallbladder. When you went to all these physicians for that, were people saying yes, this is your gallbladder? Like and giving you meds, or like did they have no idea what was going on also at that point? No,
1: blood? you know, it was funny because I went in there and said it is a hundred percent my gallbladder. It feels just like that. And they actually thought, it, they diagnosed me with IBS, of course. <laughs> um, so I was diagnosed with IBS. I was given a lot of like antacids and things like that. And I, I kind of just kept getting worse. And so I kept going in and I was like, it's my gallbladder. Somebody just like help me heal my gallbladder. And, you know, then they were like, oh, well, maybe, you know, it's, you just need a different medication and I went through this for a month before they finally did the pepita scan and saw that my gallbladder was working at 20% efficiency. And they were like, oh my gosh, it's your gallbladder. And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you. like, the whole time. <laughs> and at that point, I mean, I had basically gone from the Brat diet to just liquids. It was like I was pre- forever preparing for a colonoscopy. I just could yeah. not. I could not eat anything at that point. Um, After
0: the gallbladder was out,
1: no, this was like when this was like near the end. Like I'd say the last two weeks with it in, I was on like an all liquid diet. I just couldn't function. Um, after the gallbladder was taken out, you know they tell you to stay away from fatty foods, but I'm not a big fast food person, so I was like, okay, um. So I didn't feel great after it was removed. I mean, the sharp stabbing pain was gone, but I still yeah. had so much stomach issues and diarrhea and indigestion. And it's pretty bad. Oh my gosh. Um,
0: it's wild. And then for you to go through all that, I'm going to ask you one more question before we get to the functional medicine part. Mm-hmm. Um, in that moment where they're like, okay, we have to take your gallbladder out were you like aware at the time were you like yes finally thank you take it out or were you like you know I'm so frustrated with all of you because you thought in your head that you could heal your gallbladder platter had it been found earlier or were you not really there yet were you just like yes please I
1: I was not functional quite yet so when they were like we'll take it I was like oh thank god I'm in so much pain (laughs) and so miserable take it um but yeah Yeah. back to it I think if I had come across someone who was more holistic at the very beginning, we would have been able to, to save it. And mm. I would still have it. Um, because obviously like I would prefer to have all of my organs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. But at
1: that point, I mean, I was, I mean, I'm already a pretty thin person, but I was like, so, so, so thin and malnourished. Right. And I was in so much pain still where I was like, just take it out. I don't want it.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, of course. That's not for any like, I asked that question purely because this is, it is all about the journey and it is, these stories are specifically, I'm trying to reach people who don't know that function, the same way you were and the same way I was at a time where we had no idea about functional medicine or that the gallbladder could be healed, like I would have said the same thing, Yeah, take it out, yes, thank you, somebody's like listening to me now, right, so that was yeah. why I asked that because so many people are put in that position and and don't think anything otherwise, you know, Um, and that's so much the point of this podcast. So thank you. And um, so going into and I'm looking down because I'm looking at my nose. Um, Then you went you happened to fall along somebody who's in functional medicine. And before he would even see you, he said, OK, go gluten free and dairy free. Do you happen to know, this is kind of getting a little bit out of our box here, but do you happen to know if that's something that he tells everybody to do or just because of the symptoms that you were saying? Like, is that their general protocol? to just be like, okay, gluten-free, dairy-free before you come see me? Um, It's okay if you don't know that answer.
1: Well, so typically if I have a patient that I'm going to refer to their practice, I usually do have them start that because I think that those are two foods that are, food groups that are just so inflammatory that- you know from a functional medicine standpoint like when we're dealing with really almost any illness the goal is to decrease inflammation yeah. so it's also a way where i see how committed that patient is um to the healing process especially because like their clinic is not cheap you know right <laughs> i don't want a patient going in there and spending i don't even know how much the first visit but i don't want someone to go in there and waste their money if they're not going to listen to what they're going to be told and I will say very rarely, I don't even know if I've ever had anybody who doesn't feel better after eliminating those two. And, you know, once you do that, you kind of bring that baseline inflammation down. Like they can incorporate some of those things back in, you know, if they find like, you know, that they might not have to completely eliminate dairy, but I find a lot of people do have to minimize some dairy. Yeah. And almost everyone does good (laughs) gluten-free. Make yeah, all of us no. a little bit sensitive to gluten with how we we process it here in in the states.
0: Yes, I couldn't agree more. on gluten free and dairy free myself. Um, but again, I just like to really hone in on this stuff because people, so many people that I talk to, um, really just don't really get that connection of the gluten and the dairy with the body. And again, we're not arguing somebody being. gluten or dairy free. And we're not arguing that there are gluten and dairy sources out there that are way better quality than most of what we're eating. But Mm -hmm. I really like to hone in on this topic because people, unless they have gut issues, or unless they have something that's really, um, or maybe they do have a bunch of symptoms, but nothing that's really stopping their life yet, they're not really sold on the fact that gluten and dairy is inflammatory in and of itself right so every body is different but the fact of the matter is gluten and dairy is inflammatory so it is a good tool in the beginning at least to do and I think that's such a beautiful way to like you said really weed out the people that aren't so serious because functional medicine practices are generally they're not covered by insurance which is an entire another podcast in and of itself (laughs)
1: um
0: but you know I think it is really important, not only for as providers, uh, but for the patients, you know, like they don't want to waste their own time and money either, whether they know it or not. So it's better yeah, to yeah. really get down to the nitty gritty of it. So, okay. This is amazing. I am so grateful. And how are you today? Before, before we end, how are you doing today? Are you thriving? Do you feel like there's still stuff you're working on or...
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say from a gut standpoint, um, after going through all that, like my gut is, is good. And, you know, I know, like, if I'm at like a birthday party or something, I know that, like, I know that's going to inflame me a little bit. So the way that I eat now is I just, you know, I might have a little bit like every blue moon, <laughs> just... Yeah you know, just a little bit, but like, I'm not going to go back to that place before where I was like overindulging in that. So I would say, you know, from that standpoint, like my gut is so much better. I'd say now I've kind of journeyed into, um, the whole concept of fertility and trying to optimize everything. Cause I I'd like to have children here in the next couple of years. Um, so, you know, I've been continuing to kind of work in, functional medicine and how do I optimize fertility, which, you know, also starts with the gut, um, but just kind of really entering a new area of my life. Um, but everything, everything's great. Um, I just had blood work the other day to check inflammatory markers. I do that every year, usually twice a year, just to kind of see where I'm at with some of those markers and everything's been good. My blood work looks good. So yeah, I I couldn't be happier.
0: Okay. And I actually do have one more question um, with the, with the functional medicine and the gut healing. Um, this is two part. Number one, can you just summarize, like, was it, did you, for your gut, for healing your gut with the functional medicine practitioner, can you just give a little look in the window of, you know, did they just, you know, did they touch you for a bunch of stuff? um, get your minerals and nutrients back up to, you know, once you fix the gut, then they restore it, like just a little summary like that. Is that ideally what happened?
1: Oh yeah. So basically what happened is I, I went gluten-free dairy-free for two months. At that point I felt pretty good. Um, and then I just did some basic blood work of micronutrient levels, inflammatory levels. Um, you know, I, I really went on like a, a really good solid probiotic, um, and then, you know, took a couple of, you know, enzymes just at the beginning, just to kind of help me with digestion, especially because I don't have a gallbladder anymore. Yeah, um, yeah it was really, I think I had like three supplements and continued to do the gluten free dairy minimized then actually. Um, and that was kind of it. It was actually a really easy fix. Um, I think I might've seen the, the doctor twice um, okay. and then I digested you know, issues were perfect. And then I kind of dove into fertility after that. Um, and then, you know, we started working on my stress, my stress hormone was insane. I think it was like 42 or something, my cortisol levels. So we kind of dove into that because, you know, having elevated cortisol levels doesn't really help your gut, but it also doesn't help your sex hormones either. Um, and that's kind of how I entered the, the healing for just like, you know, all of my hormones and from a standpoint so it was actually really easy to heal my gut and it's it was one of those things where it was so easy um for him to fix i was like dang i wish i discovered this like eight years ago
0: <laughs> right i know and that's going to be my last and final question is i know we can go on you know how would you tell somebody who is feeling sick or struggling with their acne or struggling with the gallbladder like where I generally tell people to google functional medicine practitioner in your area or integrative health. What what would you recommend somebody do if they if they want to explore this pathway?
1: Yeah, I usually tell people to either google like functional integrative medicine if if it's something really serious with like one of my patients like if I suspect it's like a Lyme disease, mast cell activation, I will specifically look for like a more elevated functional medicine practitioner, like a medical doctor who is like Institute of Functional Medicine trained. Yeah. Um, there are so many different, um, certifi- certifying agencies where they have a search database there where you can look for yeah. someone, or there's usually like a really holistic kind of Facebook group you can join where you can ask people like, Hey, do you know anyone in this area? I think once you get in that network of people who are equally integrative and functional, we know who's out there. So like here in Southwest Florida, I will recommend a different functional provider depending on like what I think is going on. If it's something simple, kind of like what I was going through, like I might recommend like a really holistic chiropractor in the area or a PA or, you know, people who tend to not be, as expensive and difficult to right. access. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, there's some people who really need like a medical doctor who specializes in Lyme or something. Um, but I usually just say, if you Google like functional medicine provider near me, you can find somebody. Um, and then as you get into this world, you learn more about like what the different certifying agencies are, like what What the differences are between different holistic providers, because they're all different. And I I see three different holistic people in town, depending on what I need.
0: Okay. Okay, great. So, you know, anybody who's listening, don't get overwhelmed. Just start somewhere. You don't have to find the perfect provider, but find somebody in the integrative functional medicine realm. And that will be a really good base to start at. Um, awesome. And then where can people find you or if they want to reach out to you, is it just your Facebook page? We can link that below.
1: Um, so I have a professional Instagram account that's called pelvic point of view. That's where I post about, you know, women's health topics and I'm kind of diving into like some functional medicine topics with that too. Um, but that is my professional Instagram um, otherwise I'm very easy to find on Facebook if you just type Bree Wyatt I'm on there if you google that you'll find me <laughs> so.
0: awesome and what is it called one more time on Instagram pelvic
1: pelvic point of view
0: oh very cool I like that a lot okay <laughs> wonderful well thank you so much Brie it was so nice to be chatting with you I really really appreciate you sharing and I will talk to you later yeah, everybody. For
1: me.
0: you're so welcome Bye.
1: bye